Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being with me. So, let's talk about what's going on. President Biden has proven that he is totally clueless on what's really going on here in America. Joe Biden is turning a blind eye to all the problems we all are having here in the country. And one of these is the rise of guys, uh, of gas prices. And also we have massive inflation. It's completely an energy crisis. And it has been, you know, been getting worse by all his policies. Now, the White House is playing this cleanup part, you know. And when they were um, asking the media, got together and they got called out over a plan to shut down the pipeline. Uh, if you remember one in Michigan. Uh, but this is what they're saying now. Um, we are just reviewing to build a new one. You know, reviewing to build a new one. Anyhow. But when it was asked about the prices of the pump, they're just saying, ah, you know what? Too bad. Just deal with it. About the impact of high energy prices on consumers, especially as we enter the colder months. We just don't have anything right now to to announce. But like I said, we're monitoring this and uh, we're, we're we're working through what is it that how we can actually address this. Well, let me play something that uh, lawmaker Jim Jordan uh, basically called out Joe Biden on what is really going on with this. Just just check it out. What do these guys want? $8 gas? You had the big oil uh, company executives in there from uh, from Chevron, Exxon, BP, who had them in there. And Ro kind of was badgering these guys saying, will you commit to reducing production? So Joe Biden begs OPEC to increase production and Democrat members of Congress badger American companies to decrease production. I mean, th this makes no sense. It definitely makes no sense. It's, it's most likely by design. Uh, because what the agenda is, is a green deal. And if the rise of gas goes up, guess what's going to happen? They're pushing the people to get their green cars, so-called green. So in my last podcast, we talked about um, what is the new fear, what's coming. Well, this is what's coming. They're making this, it's by design to make this a problem more population which reminds me that elon musk one of the most i think he's the most richest man in the world he he said something interesting check it out most people think we we have like too many people on the planet but actually this is this is an outdated view this is the, the assuming that ai is fine assuming that ai is this benevolent future with ai um, I think that the biggest problem the world will face in 20 years is population collapse. Collapse. I, I want to emphasize this. The biggest issue in 20 years will be population collapse. Not explosion, collapse. The, it's very easy to see what the world will look like in 20 years because humans have a 20-year boot sequence. So like you say, okay, well, who was born last year? Okay, now you know what the world looked like in 20 years. Is that easy? Interesting enough, 
um, what uh, is coming to to us by design is that everything has to be green and uh, they're going to start to control the masses the reality is that we don't have the masses um, the masses the population in the world there's more land that you can't imagine to build cities but uh, when you have people like Bill Gates they want to vaccinate everybody they want to control because he's one of those people it's just we we're overpopulated and that's a lie you got to um, think about what's what is the future for for the world not just your future it's the future of everybody just remember without babies there's no future <laughs> you know the average families either they have one kid and or they have none new marriage and they're thinking of having no kids because well the indoctrination from these universities and um, you you gotta see the the massive massive problem we're going to be carrying down the line but let's get into the topic that i really wanted to get into which is all these vaccination uh, proclamations or you know they want to vaccinate the people by a, the fear because it's all fear again that oh you know we're doing it for the better of and the reality is it's just a plan whether we we think it is or not it's it's a plan you know behind it and what is this plan well if people submit to this vaccination to what's coming next it's it's a control over the population because now everybody's submitting and guess what um, they can inject something into you that is going to most likely take away the power of having families but um, you know this is just not coming from me this is again I go back to Elon Musk which I quote this is by the New York Post it says um, Elon Musk says he will not take the coronavirus vaccine and he called Bill Gates a knucklehead knucklehead again this is somebody that knows what's going on and he has a lot of money to buy things that you and I cannot buy so if somebody like this guy knows what's coming ahead he doesn't gotta worry about you know his future he has several kids with different ladies and he's probably one of the only ones concerned about what's coming to be but the vaccine problem here is they're making it government choice the government wants to be in control of your body not you 
we the government gonna decide what's best for you and that's not the way it works you decide what's best for you very simple you go to the store and what's best for me is to be healthy or, or what's best for me is to have a cookie if I wanted to or what's best for me is to enjoy my life that's what's best for me however you choose to enjoy your life you choose that is your right and I don't say this because it's just happening here it's happening everywhere in the world France is fighting the vaccination uh, you know passport Australia gosh they're in, in complete complete lockdown and the um, the English Britain Spain Greece shall I continue I mean everywhere that you can think of it's quite interesting what the elite wants to do the UN has become the club of the elite because they're the ones trying to determine what's what's good for you you know um, when the UN meeting happened and Joe Biden went over there and, and spilled a bunch of things that I didn't want to actually put in this podcast because it's a waste of people's times it's a bunch of baloney and what I wanted to um, point out is this um, Prince Charles is saying oh you know carbon emissions and this and that and overpopulation and blah 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 the guy is running around all over the place with a private jet you know how much fuel those things burn more than your average car I can tell you that much right now and here they are putting their filling their mouth with this I'm concerned well don't be so concerned be concerned what's gonna happen in the future if there's no people be concerned what's happening and try to eliminate poverty if that's what you're really concerned about and but but the way they want to do it is by eliminating population that's not the way to fix problems and here's where the design of this vaccine comes in again to dominate the population and eventually inject them with something else who knows what it is but for sure plan is to depopulate the population that's what's gonna happen but here in US I think there's a lot of hope I am um, I'm very hopeful that Americans are actually pushing back and a lot of lawmakers are pushing pushing back on this vaccine mandate and um, I don't know if you know this but the mandate was supposed to start January 4th for um, for companies over 100 they have 100 employees or more they were going to be mandated to be vaccinated or be tested every week and be tested for to be negative but um, you know check check it out see what's going on the Biden administration's vaccine or testing requirement 
Today, a federal appeals court temporarily halted the rules set to take effect for businesses with 100 or more workers on January 4th. The decision comes after at least 27 states filed lawsuits challenging the requirements, including South Carolina. The Fifth Circuit said it was delaying the requirements because of potential grave statutory and constitutional issues raised by plaintiffs. But the Biden administration says it is confident the rule, which includes penalties of nearly 14,000 per violation, will withstand legal challenges in an effort to slow the spread of the virus. State Attorney General Alan Wilson responded to the federal court's decision in a statement saying, quote, the Constitution will prevail, the president is not above the law, and the court will may be all that is left between us and abuse of power. Surely, you know, abuse of power, where the Constitution is clear, if you're not in French, in French, take over, go over the rights of the people. And here, you cannot mandate anything. It's taking over. The government will not take over what the people chooses is. And here's a great case of it. 20 plus states suing the federal government over this were infringing. And most likely what's gonna happen, this is going to be a win for the constitution, for the people or the right to have a choice. There's a lot of, we can talk about this because number one, the studies have come back and said that you have better, better immune. Your immune system is better. If you already had COVID, your system will actually be better than the vaccine, way, way better. It will actually mutate inside and it will create basically a shield against it. Much better shield. So for them to come in and say it's for the better of the people, that's a lie. And we can see this right now. Now, if this didn't happen, what would we next? Because people are tired of this tiring government, especially for Joe Biden. I, um, I mentioned this, that everywhere they're chanting um, F Joe Biden or let's go Brandon. And why is that? Because they're tired of what what is happening. You know, 38% of popularity and the vice president's even worse like 22%. So out of those two, they cannot get to 60%. So here, um, here's something that you gonna have to understand that people are really tired of. Even in the forces, fire departments, the police department, they're threatened, threatened their departments to like, hey, if you mandate me to, to go and get vaccine, I'm gonna quit. I'm gonna quit this job. I don't need this stress. I really don't. There's so much, and and here, I'm gonna just to prove you.
if that's what's going on. I'll show you something. Oh, we got the sheriff Alex Villanueva continued to go in on the vaccination requirement for county employees, which include his rank and file. He says hundreds in his department are planning to leave because of the mandate that he refuses to enforce. NBC4's Patrick Healy live for us in downtown Los Angeles with that story. Patrick. Michael, Sheriff Villanueva ensuring his uh, doomsday scenario again today calls the county's vaccine mandate bad policy, says incentives would work better. But in the meantime, his vehement stand raises a question. Has it played a role in more deputies not yet getting vaccinated? In big cities across the nation, employee vaccine mandates face opposition from many who work in law enforcement and fire, unions often resisting management insistence. What's unusual with L.A. Sheriff's employees is that the sheriff himself, Alex Villanueva, is telling them he won't enforce it because county supervisors made bad policy, calling a news conference today to say so again. And what we've had happened with the Board of Supervisors in their August motion is they put the policy in play first, and then now they're trying to scramble. Sheriff Villanueva said only 51.7% of his employees are fully vaccinated and contends if the rest are compelled, many will leave. He had charts ready to show that more employees are now planning to exit than the typical 500 or so of recent years. Planned early retirement up 20%, including many senior deputies. Because they've already maxed out their retirement benefits and they can simply just walk away. They're just fed up with the nonsense going on in county government. Sheriff Villanueva has repeatedly clashed with L.A. County supervisors as a fellow elected, not appointed official, and repeatedly criticized their policymaking, accusing them of jeopardizing public safety, in this case by putting deputies on the spot. So imagine what would happen if every one of these was forced or was terminated. Villanueva says he himself has been vaccinated and rejects only the mandate. And the collective risk does not justify this type of an intrusion. Even in California, this is the sheriff of California. This is what they are saying. Cannot in French. And so I see, I see the hope that is coming for the nation because across the nation, we're seeing this even in blue states for those that don't know we have the republican as red and the democrat as blue so blue states like new york i mean new york very very blue in california very very blue this is what we've seen and in uh, what we see so far is that the airlines have had a catastrophe over people calling sick in that one day that they were going to actually put um, pilots to be you know forced to be vaccinated and these pilots said no i'm not going to be vaccinated just because you say so i don't care and if you want to then you're going to see retaliation from us be forceful to be vaccinated just because somebody wants it to that's not that's not right and that's not freedom that's not freedom choice and the government cannot infringe into the freedom and that's what's happening now now you understand why joe biden's approval rate is very low and now you understand why the vice president's approval rate is to the floor never a president's been in this rate so low
never. Even though he filled his mouth with supposedly the most popular presidents uh, ever chosen. Um, I don't believe that. Why is people hesitant? Why? Um, well, let's check some someone that is very hesitant. A nurse. Check it out. Show of hands, do any of you worry about getting COVID? No, you don't. Okay, so Jennifer, you're a really interesting place to start because you are a registered nurse. And so you, as I understand it, worked in a COVID unit. You saw the worst of the worst. And I would think that you would want to get the vaccine as soon as it's available. But I know that you have hesitance. Basically, I just want some more research. We've been seeing a lot in the hospital, like just between, you know, the patients and the employees that I work with. We're seeing a lot of adverse reactions after Pfizer, Moderna and J&J. So it makes me a little leery because you don't know, you know, until you take it, if you're going to get one of those reactions or not. Obviously, um, you know, because you're in the medical field, that they have researched these things, and millions and millions of people have gotten them without adverse reactions. We don't have the research to support it or deny it. I mean, you can't verify either way right now because there's not enough proper studies done to really show it. And I think we need a few more years, at least a couple more years, to see any long-term effects. Diana, I want to move on to you, and you have an autoimmune disease. Um, so right. tell me, tell me where your hesitancy lies now? So I know from my past being treated for various uh, illnesses, usually I have bad side effects from that intervention. Um, and, and that, for, for me, that was my hesitancy that I didn't want to exacerbate my Crohn's disease because I've been in remission for so many years. Okay, um, quick. Let's move on to you. Tell us your hesitancy about vaccines. Um, I mean, a history of just uh, not being able to trust vaccines. Uh, I've never been a vaccine guy. Um, a lot of us as black men and black and women in general, uh, we've just been hesitant about doing things because we've always been felt, felt like we're kind of always set up uh, not to win. And yet, at some point, you did come around and you got the first vaccine. Yeah, so it's crazy because I like I'm a DJ, so I travel a lot for work. So my doctor and my wife, um, they were kind of you know pushing me towards getting the vaccine, and I, I really wasn't for it. Uh, the crazy part, so I, I eventually I, I gave in and I got the first vaccine. Two weeks after getting the vaccine, I contracted it, which really really turned me off about getting the second one. And so I, I really didn't have any real symptoms. I had a, a, a fever. I didn't lose any sense of taste or smell or anything like that. Okay, but. The fact that you didn't have more severe symptoms, maybe you can thank the vaccine that you got. Uh, you sound like my doctor. Uh, he, he, he said the exact same thing. Um, and like I said to him, um, maybe, but maybe not. Like, we don't know. And I think that the part that's frustrating, and someone else mentioned it, we just don't have enough data. Right now, we're all still guinea pigs. So did you get your second shot? No, I have not gotten my second shot. Um, and I honestly, uh, if you ask, if your next question, uh, my plan on getting a second shot um, today, my answer is I don't know. Janine, tell me about your hesitancy. What's what's it based on? 
I've had COVID in February, so I have natural immunity. There's no reason for me to get the vaccine. There's no reason for me to take the vaccine doses from vulnerable people uh, in, the con- in this country or in other countries who need it more than I do. You just don't uh, know how long your natural immunity will last. There we, aren't. We don't know how long the immunity from the vaccine lasts. This is a, uh, taken on a religious mentality, in my opinion, on the on the progressive liberal side of the spectrum. Has this experience with COVID changed your politics? Yes, it's changed my politics. Now I'll vote for anybody who who cares about civil liberties and who doesn't allow the trampling of our rights that we've seen over the past year. Um, Jennifer, I see you applauding. So tell me your thoughts. Um, I, I'm loving hearing her talk right now. She, everything she says, I basically agree with. I, I was really applauding the young lady who said something about um, just taking away our First Amendment rights. Not only am I a DJ, I am a club owner. I, I, so uh, what this did to businesses, um, a lot of businesses will never recover. I know the government tried to do certain PPP, but all the big major billion dollar Fortune 500 companies, they got all the big grants. Um, a lot of our small businesses, especially black owned businesses, uh, we were left with crumbs and you get what you can get and now you got to pay it back. I mean, it just, all of this has become so unfair and so political. And I think that's why there's this, 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 this trust because we see that people are doing things now, not for health reasons, but for business reasons. And last, Jennifer, your boss says that everybody needs to get the vaccine by June 7th or lose their job. Are you willing to lose your job as a result of not getting it? Absolutely. I've actually had multiple companies reach out to want to hire me now because they respect the fact of what an advocate I'm being. And I'm totally prepared to lose my job. She's willing to lose her job for something she believes in. I respect that more than someone who does something just because the world says it's the right thing to do. So the last interview is done by actually uh, CNN. And uh, they're asking why the hesitance. And this is the honesty of all these five individuals, you know. Uh, The fact is that there are not enough studies to find out what's going on. My belief on this one, because I have not taken it, not that I'm against the vaccine, what I'm against is the studies. There's not enough studies. Um, My belief is that they have not studied individual DNA to understand how are they going to affect this uh, person? Um, we all have type A, type B, type O type of blood, and I don't think any of them have studied this type of um, done this type of studies. And so for them to just say, "Yeah, go ahead and do it," that's not right. And what if you are anti-vaccine? You know, it doesn't matter. It's your choice. Is your own body at the end of the day you know that these companies they're free of liability if you take it you cannot sue them and that is a big problem there's a lot of people out there they have had issues with the vaccine right away as soon as they take them and some of them actually have passed away and you cannot, even if it's 1%, that's a 1% chance that you can die. You cannot recover from that. Let me, ladies and gentlemen, you cannot recover from that. It's a problem with vaccines. Well, 
that nobody push you into vaccines because you know why it's up to you at the end of the day if does something happens to you god forbid it's your choice and you make the right choice for you i want to thank you for being with me thanks a lot and i'll leave you with links for my uh let's go branding shirts and hopefully uh, you get to get one thanks again till next time